Um, okay, welcome every everyone to CNIS Photo Competition event. So we'll be running a bit differently from our usual Wednesdays. Um, so thank you everyone for joining us. A big welcome to all of you who got into the top 10 finalists. Um, congratulations, may the odds be ever in your favour. Um, so we'll get just started. So we're in Geelong Christian Union, we're a yeah, Christian um, club that involved based of Christian students and non-Christians who are just interested in looking up the Bible, going through Bible studies and just investigating what the word says. Um, so we're really excited to host this event. The theme today is happiness. So we're really excited just to see what happiness means to each of us. I'm great to finally see the photos, just to see what happiness means to you guys and just be able to talk with one another. And soon, later on, we'll be hearing a talk from Jay um, just on what happiness um, has regarding our faith in Christianity. Um, just so yeah, uh, I went Facebook. I went Facebook stalking. No, it's from Facebook. Facebook. Face rubbish. Um, <laughs> would just like to ask you some questions, Dave, so sure. we can all just get to know you. Okay. Yep. Um, who are you? Well, my name's Dave, and that's my son over there, Ruben. Uh, so you can say go to him later, and uh, I'm the team leader, uh, the staff worker with John Christian Union. Okay, where are you from? Australia. Australia. Yep. So I've grown up in Sydney, I'm a Sydney boy, uh, came down to Geelong only last year, started last year. Mm. Sweet. Mm. Are you a tea or coffee person? Coffee, for sure. Yep. But I like tea. I do like tea. What is your profession? <laughs> That's a very complicated girl. Uh, ministry. Wow. But, but I did have a former life. I was an engineer. I was an electrical engineer. Ooh, favourite band? Oh, that's hard. Favourite? Like of all time. It changes every week. Metallic? No, not metallic. It's ever been metallic, actually. Um, at the moment? Can I say at the moment? Yeah, at the moment. At the moment. Um, uh, North Lane. North Lane. Sweet. Yep. Um, now, to you. It's a bowl of milk and cereal. Soup. No. 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 Can you give an argument for your response? Yeah, it's not because it's, it's, not, it's not a dinner time meal per se. So I, th I just consider it cereal. What if it's lunchtime? No, still not. It's a, it's a breakfast food. It's not. It's not even a meal. It doesn't constitute as a soup. A soup is not a meal. It's not a meal. That's me a meal. Yeah. Are you discriminating against soup? No, I love soup. In fact, Vietnamese food is mainly soups. Yeah. So no, I'm not averse to it. Excellent. Thank no. you. I'll leave you to it. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, it's great to uh, be able to share tonight um, on this topic of can can we have real and lasting happiness? That's what we're here for. We're asking the question: What is happiness? And uh, these pictures, I think, kind of do resemble uh, something about that. It's very subjective. It's very interpretive what these photos are. And so, I, like, I, I do actually enjoy most of them. I actually said yesterday, the, my favourite, my favourite, the one of the little kid there. That's that's Abby's picture there. That's a that's a cute little picture. I think uh, that would symbolise for me what happiness is. Seeing a, a picture of a, a smiling face like that, beautiful. 
Um, but we're asking the question of ourselves, and we're trying to answer the question, can I, feel, can I find real and lasting happiness, uh, particularly in this life? Can we, can we find that happiness? Um, because, yeah, maybe you are trying to seek happiness, or you are trying to answer this question. I know some of the Instagram posts um, do. Uh, 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 people are challenging themselves trying to answer this question. But I wonder, right, what, what kind of picture would Jesus take? What, what picture would he post on Instagram of what happiness is? Uh, was it, would it be someone uh, sitting at a, at a desk, a computer desk, uh, with, their, with their face smiling like this, beaming, on a computer, working away? Uh, would, maybe. Would it be a picture of um, someone with a family, a mum and dad, or, or two parents, a dad, a dad, a mum, mum, whatever, with, with some kids, with a, with a dog and a cat? Is that what happiness would be? Would that, what, is that what it would be? Or maybe it's a selfie picture of you in front of this table with this amazing food, or, or a, a table full of dumplings. That'd be happiness. Or perhaps would it be a repost of one of these pictures here in this room? Hello, mate. Would you picture this guy? Maybe. Okay. And, then, and if you look up the tag, what is happiness, there are 10,700 photos available online uh, of, of try people, people trying to interpret what is happiness, trying to define it their own way. But you see, I reckon, right, that it's not possible, and Ruben probably could know this, it's not possible, I don't think it's possible to take a picture of, the, of an image that would describe what is real and lasting happiness. I don't think it's possible. You see, what, perhaps Jesus would try and take a picture of something like this, if it's possible, but I don't think it's possible. Something like this. Eternal happiness comes from an eternal leader. Or, maybe another way, eternal fulfilment that is given to you by an eternal God. How could you ever take a picture of that? How do you take a picture of that? Because I think the Bible, uh, is what Christians read, Christians look at, is something that explains at great length what real and lasting happiness is. And I reckon real and lasting happiness, this is what I reckon, and I think it's what the Bible says, real and lasting happiness is only found in knowing Jesus, who has met our greatest need, which is personally knowing God and being personally, so eternally, satisfied with Him and being satisfied by Him. So eternally knowing uh, God, that's our greatest need, that's only found through Jesus and personally knowing Him and being satisfied by Him. So to describe, to explain or explore this, this idea a bit further, I want to I share with you a particular account of Jesus' life with you right now. Something that kind of just explains this a bit further. And the, uh, and the idea of happiness and fulfilment. Okay? And it's, it's from this, this little book, this little excerpt here from Mark, Mark's Gospel, or it's called Uncover, but you can read it, you can check it out. It's a little excerpt that I'm going to share for you right now. It's from Mark chapter 6, and it goes like this. Uh, Jesus and his disciples, who are his followers, uh, decide to go into a boat, to go to a solitary or alone place, to be alone on this boat. So they sail away, but the crowds, they see that, that Jesus and his disciples are sailing away, and so what they do is they, they want to get to the next town before they arrive to the next town on the boat. So they travel there to the next town on foot to beat this boat sailing up to the next town. And so when Jesus and his disciples get to the next town on the boat, 
uh, Jesus saw the crowds in this town. And when he saw the crowds, he, 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 he felt compassion for them. He felt compassion for them because he saw that they were like sheep without a shepherd. And so he began to teach them things about God. He began to teach them. And uh, it was getting later in the day, as the day was progressing, and the disciples saw that the crowds were large, and it was getting late, and, and they said to each other, uh, we need to tell these people to leave, because, uh, because it's getting late. Uh, we need to tell them to go to the villages and the towns that they came from, so they can buy something to eat. And so they, say, they said to Jesus, we need to tell them to leave. But Jesus says to, them, says to the disciples, you give them something to eat. And the disciples say, well, how can we give them something to eat? For order us to feed these guys, it will take half a year's wages or eight months' worth of wages to feed these people bread. We're going to get that kind of money to feed these people bread. And so Jesus said to them, well, how much, how many, how much bread do you have? Go have a look. And the disciples said, we have, we have five loaves and we also have two fish. Five loaves and two fish. And Jesus said, well, bring it here. Bring it to me. And so Jesus picked up the loaves of bread, broke them in half, looked up to heaven and gave thanks to God and gave it to the disciples to distribute uh, to, the, to, to the people. And also he did the same with the fish. And he got the, Jesus got the people to sit in groups of hundreds and fifties, in groups of hundreds and fifties on the green grass. And as the disciples were handing out the food, giving a look back to the people, people ate. And then when they, when they returned the baskets, there were 12 baskets full of bread and fish. And everyone in that crowd ate and was satisfied. And there were at least 5,000 men who ate that day. 5,000. Now, I tell you this story because this, this is a moment in Jesus' life. He's, he's done all this amazing stuff. He's, he's healed people of illness, of disability, He's uh, casted out evil spirits from people. He was also teaching people about God, about his kingdom, the future kingdom that was to come. And so some of these people in the crowds have obviously taken notice of Jesus about the things that he's doing. The crowds are chasing him on foot to meet Jesus, to hear about what he's got to say. They're going to the next town by foot because they realise that Jesus could provide something that no one else could. They realised that he could provide something for their life more beyond than this life. And so, do you remember what Jesus, how he felt when he saw these crowds who arrived in the next town on foot, when he saw the crowds in the town? He felt compassion for them. He, he, he didn't just feel sorry for them, he, he sympathised. He, he realised, he recognises that these people are searching for something more in life than what's in this life right now. And these, these crowds are realising, well, this Jesus guy, he's worth dropping everything for to follow him. He's worth putting my life on pause, my daily routine of work or whatever I do, to go to the next town to hear what Jesus has got to say about my life, about satisfaction, about God, about eternity. And so... These people are looking for answers to their questions about what is happiness. How will I find that, not only in this life, but in the life after this life? And so that's why these, 
these people are chasing Jesus. They think Jesus is someone special to check out. And in the story I just told you about today, Jesus meets a particular need, right? A particular need that every person has probably just had their need, their need met here. And it's, um, it's the need to eat, right? We just had a bit of food just now. And uh, I hope you enjoyed the food. Thanks, Derek, for cooking that. Thanks, Heather. She's our side issue. Yep. So thanks for cooking. And this food's amazing. And food is amazing, right? It brings people together. It has, we have good conversation. We have good company. Uh, but also, you know, when, when you're, you know, one minute you're, you're very hangry, you're, you're hungry, angry, you want to eat something, and the next minute you're, you're so happy, you're satisfied, you're elated, you feel so relaxed and you're so pleased that you had a good meal. And, uh, you know, last week we gave away donuts at the stalls. Who, has anyone at the stalls last week given donuts away? Yeah? Yeah, people took a donut. Who, who isn't happy when you get a donut? That's, that is, you're not happy when you get a donut. Really? You are happy when you get a donut. Yeah, I mean, who isn't, right? I love getting donuts, right? And so when, when the disciples are, they see these crowds, they're overwhelmed. They, they don't know what to do. You know, they, they, these people are chasing Jesus, but they're, they're overwhelmed, and so they feel, well, we've got to provide something for them to eat. We've got to do something about this. But we know that it's not humanly possible for these disciples to feed at least 5,000 people in this crowd in a, in a span of a couple of hours. It's not humanly possible. But for Jesus, with five loaves of fish and two, five loaves of bread and two fish, and he gives thanks to God, he's able to feed the crowds and to be satisfied and to collect back 12 basketfuls of bread and fish. How is that possible for Jesus to do with the result that each person is satisfied from that meal just with five loaves of bread and two fish? It seems to me that, you know, just that the feeding of the 5,000 people, at least 5,000, is more showing about Jesus that he's someone special. He's someone divine. He's got something special about him that he can do with five loaves of bread and two fish. And to be honest, when, when people just eat, Food, we, they ate food then, and we, we eat food. We ate food today. We may have some more dessert later. As we eat food, there is a problem when we still when we still get to eat, because because doesn't really give us real and lasting satisfaction. Because the problem is we'll still get hungry. We're gonna be we're gonna we're gonna need another meal maybe later tonight. We're gonna go for a macas run or something, right? Or we're gonna have breakfast tomorrow. We're still gonna get hungry. We're not gonna be fulfilled. And so that's like kind of like most things in life, right? Like, you know, we, we try to make ourselves happy. We try to make ourselves satisfied, but it lets us down. Or it doesn't, it doesn't last. You know, we want to move on to the next big thing because we're over this current thing or we need to get to the next life stage because this life stage is finished. And so, to be honest, like, the feeding of our hunger, of our ambitions, of our desires, of our dreams, you know, we'll just keep trying to do that for the rest of our lives, I think. And so the question is, I think, is it really possible to have real and lasting happiness in this life now and in the life to come? If we've got to keep doing that, if we've got to keep feeding that desire. And I think from this story today about Jesus, what I've just told you today about him, Jesus gives us a look into the future life that we could have with him. That you don't need to be feeding your own desires and your own hunger. 
and you can be fully satisfied. Because your greatest need isn't to satisfy your own hunger. The greatest need is actually to be in a relationship with God, who is your creator, and who loves you. Christians believe that Jesus died and rose again from the dead so that people could have this greatest need met. This is what we read about in this book uncover in Mark's Gospel. And so, it's maybe some of you here are following Jesus, and if you follow Jesus, it doesn't necessarily mean that everything in your current life, this life now, is going to be provided for abundantly or wholly or in every way. But you can be assured that God has provided you the thing that will give you the greatest and longest lasting happiness in the life to come. And it's to personally know him, to be satisfied in him in eternity. And so we get a glimpse of that in the story I just told you, when Jesus feeds these 5,000 people, at least 5,000 people in this crowd, with five loaves of bread and two fish. So here's the question for us that's being posted today with this photo comp and this question of this topic of, you know, how does knowing this about Jesus, what I've told you about today about him from this story, what can Jesus bring and provide you and me? Compare it. Compare it to what is it in your life you're trying to chase now? What are you doing to try and satisfy your own happiness and desires now? So friends, take the opportunity, I reckon, while you're in here, sometime in your degree, to really learn about Jesus. To really learn about what he's got to offer you uh, in terms of happiness, in terms of real and long-lasting happiness. Because he meets a great need that you, you actually are needing to fill, which is that you need to know God, that he loves you, that he's, he's bridged peace between you and God, and you can be eternally satisfied in him. Thanks for that, Dave. Um, we're now going to move into dessert time, um, so we'll just quickly clean this stuff out and we'll bring out dessert, so feel free to eat 